Conversations with Daisy Jones. Conversations with Daisy Jones. Conversations with Daisy Jones. Conversations with Daisy Jones. Hey, let's talk a while. She the community voice with a big old smile. If you want that truth, don't touch the dial. If you want that truth, don't touch the dial. Community resource for number one. She's the best when it's all said and done. So go ahead, call on the phone, man. You're live on the mic with Daisy Jones. So let it not miss you, yeah. Better than the magazine, bringing life to the issue. Having these talks that'll bless you. Every conversation will address you. Every word tastes good like blessed food. This show gon' bless you. So get on the phone, have a conversation with Daisy Jones. Let's go. Hello and welcome to Conversations with Daisy Jones. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. I'm so glad to have you. You know this show is about inspiration, information, empowerment, and a conversation is the most powerful communication on the planet. And so I want to welcome to the show today, Lisa Thomas. She is the president of the Liberty County branch of the NAACP. And we're going to be talking about a number of things, including her role with the NAACP. Welcome to the show, Lisa. Thank you. Thank you. It's a pleasure being here today. I'm glad that you're here, bright and shining with your NAACP branch hoodie on, blue. Yes. Power, power, power. So introduce yourself. Tell us and share with us your backstory. Yes, well, my name is Lisa Thomas, born and raised in Detroit, Michigan. Um, The youngest of four children, mom and dad, um, they're both gone home. Um, They were were very um, socially conscious Mm -hmm. about what's going on. They were both originally from Alabama. Mm -hmm. My mom was from Tuscaloosa. My dad was um, from Birmingham. They migrated to Michigan and... 1942. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, um, one of the first black homeowners in our neighborhood um, in Michigan. My dad was an entrepreneur, and he also had a full-time job as a um, at the Bud Company, where he was the first black crane operator, mm-hmm. overhead crane operator. We had a cleaning chain, mm-hmm. like the Jeffersons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, yeah, we had that for over, I want to say, 45 years. Until my um, dad finally retired. Wow. Yeah. Um, my my husband, I've been married to him for 33 years. Mm-hmm. He was my childhood sweetheart. I met him when I was eight years old. He's actually from Warren, Ohio, and I'm from Detroit. And his aunt lived two doors down from us. So he would come by. He would spend the summer with his aunt. And he would pick me up at my house on his steam gray bicycle. And we would go joyriding. First I, date. Yeah. <laughs> first date. Um He's taken me to my high school prom. I went to his high school prom. Mm-hmm. Dad drove me to Warren, Ohio, waited after the prom, got back in the car, and drove back to Detroit. Now, okay, so how far is Warren, Ohio from Detroit? Uh, about three hours. So your dad drove you to Warren, Ohio for mm-hmm. the prom. Yes. With your current husband of 33 years. Yes. Waited till after the prom, yes. three hours each way. Yes. Are you the only child? No, I'm the baby of four. Mm-hmm. I am the baby. I am the baby. I was the brat of the bunch. They were tired by the time I came along. <laughs> they were tired. So, yeah, you know, um, it was great. It, it, my parents were awesome. Um, I graduated from Michigan, um, and the rest is history. I got my degree in business administration. Mm-hmm. Then I went on 
and got another degree in uh, a bachelor's in sociology. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we relocated. Well, we lived in California for many of years. Mm-hmm. And then we went back home to Ohio. I call it home now because mm-hmm. we live there. And then one day we both woke up and said, my goodness, no more snow. It's every day. Before you could do anything, you had to shovel snow. Before you get back in, you had to shovel snow. Mm-hmm. We said, we just can't shovel anymore. So we both went on, looked on the map. And I said, well, can we move? He went to work. He's working at GE. And he went to work, and I went to work, and came back and said, Greenville, South Carolina. <laughs> Had no idea about Greenville, South Carolina. <laughs> but we, um, we jumped in the car, and we came down on vacation. Um, and we just drove around and was like, Where's, where are all the people at? You know, it was, it was, it was rural. We're both from the city, yes, right? Greenville, so it, yes. It, it was uh, like, wow. So anyway, long story short, we moved there, and we lived in Greenville for 14 years. Are you kidding me? Yeah, we lived in Greenville for 14 years. So it's true, that because I've met people, and I asked them, how did you end up here? And many people, they decided, I'm looking for somewhere on the map in the south <laughs> where it's warmer temperatures, but I've never heard a fascinating story like yours now. <laughs> Green, Greenville, South Carolina for 14 years. Yes, yes. And then um, one summer, I said, let's go on vacation, because we've been to Charleston and every place, every place else. And um, I said, how about Savannah? I heard so many things about Savannah. And um, somebody, um, one of my girlfriends told me, Savannah looked like the Caribbean islands. You know, I'm like, Who Whoa. told her? I don't know. What I pictures don't... did she see? Greenville, South Carolina. <laughs> so I guess everything looks like the Caribbean. So we went, came down um, for a week, and we stayed on Tybee Island. Okay. And it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, I could do this. Ah. And so um, a year later, we actually moved here. Well, we moved to Richmond Hills. Okay, okay. And uh, we would go on 17 to 95 and go, Hmm, I wonder what's down that road going down 17. <laughs> we never went. We never ventured off. You know, uh-huh. we turned back around and went uh-huh. back to Richmond Hills and Savannah way. And then one day my husband's like, let's do it. I'm like, you sure? Because it doesn't look, it looks kind of creepy. You know, that's my favorite word, <laughs> creepy. And anyway, we drove 17 all around and we're like, where are we at? <laughs> it's like a magical kingdom land, right? And we came up Oglethorpe Highway. We couldn't even pronounce the word. Yes. And so we came up Oglethorpe, and uh, we're like, wow, this is awesome. So in 2014, we moved to Hinesville. This is, this is, what did you do for 14 years in Greenville, South Carolina? Well, my husband was working at GE, and I was um, the logistics manager at Drive Automotive. How about 14 years, <laughs> then uh, relocated to uh, Richmond Hill, Savannah area, Yes, and decided to be more adventurous yes. and go on a Sunday drive, yes. so to speak. <laughs> And discovered Hinesville. And discovered Hinesville. That's, that's seven, Highway 17, I guess, took you out to the coast. Yes. Drew you in closer to the coast. That whole, um, it's woodsy, it's natural. 2014. 2014. Almost 10 years ago. Almost 10 years ago. So, yeah. it's um, And I love it. I love it here. Sometimes when I'm, when I'm just sitting around talking to my mom in, in heaven, right? Because mm-hmm. we have our daily conversations. Mm-hmm. I go, why didn't we? Why come we didn't live down here? This place is awesome. Why did we go to Detroit? And I said, well, it wouldn't be any, it couldn't be any way different. I'm glad I found it because I, I love it. I and, love it here. And so it's easy for you to say, 
uh, I'm Liberty County proud. I am Liberty County proud. Yes, yes, yes. Now, I have to go back to Detroit because last week's show, I um, aired the conversation with Judge Craig Strong mm-hmm. from Detroit. Yes, yes. I met him in San Diego. I, I, I saw him. You, you see how stylish yeah. he dresses. Yes. Just I said, who is this guy? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I thought maybe he was from Motown or <laughs> I knew he was from that area or something, right? And so the, the, the first day I saw him at the coffee station, we were both in the Navy Lodge. Okay. He and his wife and Nathan and my love and I, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's right on the waterfront, too. Wow. And so, um, good memory. But the next day I saw him again. I said, let me, let me just introduce myself. And immediately I said, I need to record a show with him. And so you know him. Yes. Yes. Because he, he too, when you started talking about your family, mm-hmm. how engaged and civic and community-minded yes. your family is and was, mm-hmm. it made me think about him. Yes. And that, that must be a culture in the Detroit, in Detroit, yes, yes it, it is. Um, Martin Luther King, just like he went, came here for the Dorchester, mm-hmm. but I remember when he came in with the um, the UAW when he walked with them. Mm-hmm. My dad had the cleaners. Mm-hmm. I remember I was I was young, I was maybe eight nine years old mm-hmm. when he came in, and we had the first black cleaners in the area, and then LaSalle came after mm-hmm. us, and. Um, Dr. King's um, aide actually had brought one of his suits for my dad to press. Hmm. So it's and then he um, took pictures and my, we still have pictures of my dad and King and mm-hmm. so whenever um, black celebrities or black um, civil rights activists came to town, yes. somehow they always came um, towards my family and because mm-hmm. they were v- very civic they were in NAACP mm-hmm. um, Democratic Party and our church was well, black churches of course mm-hmm. were very active so mm-hmm. yes that's mm-hmm. just cultural mm-hmm. cultural yes yeah more engaged yes. I think more engaged in a lot of lot of areas yes and very bold about it yes. and not just civic and community but entertainment yes. in the church yes musically just yes. some of everything Detroit Detroit. Detroit. Detroit proud, too. Detroit proud. I was going to ask you, you don't have a problem saying uh, Liberty County proud because you're proud of where you came from. Yes, yes. Yes, I wouldn't trade it for the world. So now, how did you get involved in the Liberty County NAACP? When I first moved here in 2014, it actually started from the Democratic Party. Mm -hmm. And then um, I kind of migrated. Well, I'm still part of the Democratic Party, too. Mm -hmm. But I kind of migrated over to the um, the NAACP. Reverend Quarterman yes. was the president mm-hmm. at the time, and I've always admired him. He was mm-hmm. he's a mentor. Yeah, you know? yeah, Grayland Quarterman. Yes, yes, Grayland. Yes. And so, um, he was like Lisa. Um, he saw what I was doing in the um, Democratic Party. He says, "Come on, I need your help. Mm-hmm. I need your help." So I was the community um, chairperson, mm-hmm. engagement person with the NACP when I first started. Mm. And um, I just worked with him, and I kind of sat down at, by his knee and listened to what he was mm-hmm. saying because it's just he just has a big heart, and he just wants change and improvement for our community. Mm-hmm. The you know? right way, yes, the right, the right way. way, yes. Mm-hmm. And and I've always been in awe with him. So I remember now that you're saying that. I remember when I first laid eyes on you and met you mm-hmm. was just a couple of years ago at Baconton. Yes. That is my home church. At Baconton, there was a uh, just a community 
meeting. Mm -hmm. And I remember meeting you and heard your name because I said, okay, that's Lisa Thomas because I've heard your name, heard your name in different areas before. Okay. I don't think we got a chance to really chat or catch up, but we did speak briefly. Yes. We did speak briefly at that meeting. Yes. Yeah. um, In 2020, I was the delegate for the Democratic Party Mm -hmm. to represent our district, District 168 for Joe Bar- for the National Democratic Convention. Mm-hmm. So I was out quite a bit with that. And remember, at that time, it was doing COVID. Yes, so yes. we were doing a lot of things online. That's yes. why we didn't have a national convention. Mm-hmm. So I've been pretty active. Okay. Let's, let's dig into this um, delegate. Yes. How? T- tell me more. Break this down. Unpack this a bit about um, your work with the Democratic Party, how you became a delegate. Yes. Tell, tell us more about that. Well, I'm interested in learning more about that. Um, state of Georgia, mm-hmm. um, they have a campaign, and you uh, you apply. And um, I went out and I campaigned. I campaigned throughout our community, throughout our district, District 168, which is the same district that Al, Al Williams represents. Uh, state, state Representative, Representative Al, Al Williams. Williams. Yes. yes. So um, State Representative Al Williams, myself, and I believe it was Dr. Terry in Brunswick. Mm-hmm. We actually won um, for the district. So you have to campaign. You literally have to campaign. To yes. be a delegate. To be a delegate. How many delegates are there? Ah, uh, it's 157 districts. In Georgia. In Georgia. So you're looking at 16 delegates total. Mm-hmm. So um, out of 157 districts, and they break it down to 16. This is interesting. Yeah. So... There's a call for delegates? Yes, at every election, yeah. Um, In fact, there's one, I believe it's about to start or or has just ended. I'm not positive right now. But yeah, every four years... There's um, a call for delegates. There's a call for delegates. This is across the country. This is across the country. Mm -hmm. But you have to, um, you just have to be active and you you join the organizations and... Get your voice heard and, and be known active. and learn learn yes. more about what's yes. happening. Yes, yes. So. so there, you know, as you're talking about this, this just rings true that there is room for the average citizen to get involved, yes. to learn about this process of democracy and yes. voting and elections, yes. and get their voice heard and be able to. Um, collaborate and talk with regular folks about what's going on and how we can get our voices heard. Exactly. If anyone ever says that, for instance, voting, Mm -hmm. if um, their vote doesn't matter or their vote doesn't count, what an understatement. Every vote is important. Everything that you have on your mind is worth hearing. Everything that you think of is worth sharing. Mm -hmm. Um, You have to... To make our society work, the, I mean, it's millions of us in this country. Yeah. So we use a voting system, mm-hmm. representation. Um, for instance, um, well, I'm going to kind of throw the electoral college in here a okay. little bit too. Okay. Um, first of all, we have to vote. You register to vote. It's very simple. When you register to vote, you're not declaring a party. You're just saying that I want to, to vote for representation. Say that again. I want to vote for representation, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? That's all you're doing. You're not saying I'm a Republican, I'm a Democrat, or whatever, because that's your business. And you're not required to. And you're not required to. You're not required to. When you go to the Board of Elections to cast your vote, that lady or that man, a gentleman's there, they'll say, which party would you like to declare? And that's when you say, uh, Ms. Jones, 
I'm a Democrat. Mrs. Jones, I'm a Republican. Mrs. Jones, I'm an independent. Mm -hmm. And that's your right. You don't have to tell anybody because you're voting the secret. It's a secret. It's not actually known. Now let me ask you this question. Can you can you change every time you vote and say I I'm just I'm not going to be one party or the other I'm going to be independent. If I change if uh, come the election comes up this year and I say I'm not no longer going to be a Democrat I'm going to be independent. Mm -hmm. I can do that. Now I tell you um, one year in Lone County, one year in Lone County we went to it was a few years ago, and it was a local election, mm -hmm. and they had a legal pad yellow legal pad. And if you were a Democrat, they were telling you to write your name down oh, no. on the list. Yes. I said, I just felt like something's wrong with this. I can't do that. That's illegal. I said, something's wrong with this, though. Yes. It just felt wrong. Yes. That's illegal. Because it felt like they were using it against you. They, they were. You were being harassed. You were being harassed because they said, oh, you're a Democrat and you live at so-and-so. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, that's all your information. No, that's yeah, illegal. Yeah. That's See, what, I didn't know any better. I just had a gut feeling of yeah. saying, this is not right. No. That's, that's I just illegal. felt like this is not right. Yeah, that's illegal. Your vote and your political affiliation is private unless you go to the Democrat. I've been to Republican meetings. I just I was just curious. I wanted to hear what they say. I am a proud Democrat. I'll tell anybody that. Mm -hmm. But I know plenty of Repu I know the Repu people in the Republican Party, and I not go to that meeting and listen. I mean, why not? Any, yeah, yeah. Anybody can. Yeah. And you yeah. I just like to know your point of view on things, and that's and that's important to know the different points of view, yes. right? Because you know we all should be um, wanting the house. You know, house divided against itself will fall, right? Definitely. So we we should all want the best. Yes. And that's no. what I want. It might, if you're a Republican, and I say, oh, wow, I like that. If you're a Democrat, oh, I like exactly, that too. Exactly. We have to come together as as a people. I'm not talking people. just black, yes. white. People. As a people. Yes. And to get things done. Mm -hmm. it, it makes it better for all mm -hmm. of us. And know? that's one of our problems. You know, I'm not... Um, uh, one of our problem is, is problems is how we divide these different strategies mm -hmm. to divide separate people and to divide on opinions and because you wear blue and I wear um, red right. there's such such strategies to divide people right divide and conquer divide and conquer yes. which is a huge distraction right. but let's get back to the delegates and voting yes so for uh, being a delegate are you a delegate for four years how long are you a a delegate. You're you're a delegate for the um for the national convention. Mm -hmm. So I, I carried my badge for four years, but mm -hmm. I mean I had no more votes. Okay. So if we would have had the national convention, I would have went to Wisconsin, and I could have I might have been one of the ones who stood up and say, the state of Georgia, um, is giving their x amount of votes to president candidate Joseph R. Biden. Mm -hmm. You know that could have been me. I see. I that could have been me. I see. I see. So it, it was it was an honor, you know. We got we were um, in strategy classes on how we're going to build the campaign and work on the campaign, okay. and it, working with people all around the state. Mm -hmm. You know, Nakima Williams to, of course, Representative Williams, Al Williams, no relations, but mm -hmm. Stacey mm -hmm. Abrams, all of them. It was just an honor. It was just a strategy. Honor. Yes, and both parties do that. Yes, the, yes, the strategy meetings. So how does that lend itself to what we know about the Electoral College? And if you just break that down, okay. that we have 536 Electoral College votes. Break all the Electoral okay. College 
Very down. easy. You know, and it, it, it's really easy. <clears throat> okay. People make it out to be more than what it is. Okay. Each state has two senators, mm-hmm. right? We have Warnock and also. Yes. So if you live in South Carolina, you have two senators. I don't know who they are, but every state has two senators mm-hmm. wherever you are. So in Congress in D.C., you have representatives like we have Buddy Carter mm-hmm. and then Atlanta has Nakima Williams and uh, Miss Macbeth and we have Republicans and Democrats. And we have artillery out where I live. Yes. Yes, exactly. Uh-huh. Every district has yes. a representative, okay. and okay. they're in Congress mm-hmm. in Washington, D.C. Washington, D.C., not in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So we're talking federal. Yes. So in the state of Georgia, we have 16 votes. So we have 14 representatives throughout the state. And then we have two senators, mm-hmm. which gives us 16. Yes. Um, for instance, New York City, they have 28. They have two state senators mm-hmm. and 26 representatives. You have some places like Washington, D.C., they have two state senators, but only one, one. Rep- representative. Uh-huh. So it all the, the magic number is 270. The state of California has 55 like electoral votes. Okay, yes. So they have two state senators, mm-hmm. and then they have um, <clears throat> 53 representatives. Okay, I'm corrected. Yes, I was thinking about something else. 270. 270. 270 electoral votes yes. wins. That is the magic number. Gotcha. So that's why we have swing states. Um, swing states, Florida. Mm-hmm. Swing states mean a state that goes Either sometimes yeah. Republican, yeah. sometimes red, sometimes blue. Mm-hmm. It goes back and forth. Mm-hmm. And those states have the most electoral votes. That's why they're so important. Nobody really cares about uh, Delaware. Well, they talk about Delaware because Biden's The real in. small the, yeah, three states. Six for um, Utah. New I mean, Hampshire. Yeah. Vermont. Right. Cause they Wyoming. Have, Wyoming. Because they have Wyoming has three. As big as Wyoming is, they only have two state senators and one representative. Mm-hmm. So you have a swing state like New York has 29, Michigan has 15, Wisconsin has nine. So anything that nine and above, Texas has 45, mm-hmm. Florida has 31, mm-hmm. California has um, 55. And Georgia has 16. 16. That's why we are a swing state. And um, I, I remember over the years, there's uh, Georgia used to be... Strictly red. Strictly red. Yes. And so during the last several elections, there's conversations about how more relevant now Georgia is. Right. Like Florida, Texas. Yes. Because and, people from the, the north are migrating mm-hmm. to Georgia. Mm-hmm. We're like, wow, this is good. They eat good down there. The cost of living is better. They have beautiful <laughs> weather. They have great people. That's why we're here, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? So mm-hmm. people are coming, so Georgia is becoming more blue than versus red because people are seeing society in a different way. Sure. So with the Electoral College, remember the magic number is 270. Mm-hmm. So this is why every vote is important. For instance, I'm just going to say this number is not accurate. Um, Donald Trump... Kids, um, he we have election and he wins. He he gets three million four hundred and fifty two votes. Now remember, in the state of Georgia, we get sixteen votes mm-hmm. that go to the two sixteen electoral, electoral votes. votes goes to the um, electoral college. Mm-hmm. Joe Biden gets 
three million five hundred and sixty-two votes. Mm -hmm. uh, two more votes more than jo Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. Joe Biden carries the state. Mm -hmm. So if I would not have went to vote, if you and I didn't go vote, it would have been a tie. Zero. Yeah. The vote matters. The Each vote matters. Single vote matters. Every single vote matters. Now you know. I don't know how much you know about this. Uh, the census part of yes. Counting inmates. Yes. Because the census number determines the number of electoral votes. Yes. So there's been some con uh, conversations and contention mm -hmm. about building the initiatives to build more prisons in more states in order to strategically mm -hmm. have more mm -hmm. people on the rolls for the consensus, thereby having the potential of having more electoral votes. Isn't that crazy? It's, it's, it's crazy. It's a system. Yeah. It, it, it's it, a strategy. It, it, it is. And, and if we don't go vote and get the proper representation, mm -hmm. they will get it. Mm -hmm. Because unfortunately, it's something with um, the demographics of 18 to, I would say, 32. Mm -hmm. It's in the like, ah, I really don't have to worry about it. Yeah. It doesn't affect me. It doesn't affect me. And that is so untrue. It is. That demographic... They are the most powerful group around. You mm -hmm. Just look at Liberty County alone. A high school, got Bradwell Institute and Liberty, and you could even throw in Presbyterian, First mm -hmm. Presbyterian. That group of high school graduates coming up, we're talking about six, six, 700 people. Mm -hmm. 700 people. If they go to vote for our local election, just mm -hmm. our local election, mm -hmm. I'm not going to say national, just yeah, our local, local election, do you know they can basically sway yeah. And put in whoever they want to? Yeah, because a lot of, I mean, when you're talking about um, local elections in different counties, mm -hmm. of just a couple of hundred people voting yeah. for for these major seats. Mayor, 600 that, people. That's, Come that's on. so disturbing in all of the different counties. Yes. Uh, yes. It's very disturbing. It is. it is. So imagine just the high school students who are 18 years of age go out and vote. For the mayor, they could have put anybody they wanted to put in there. Now, here's, a, here's an interesting <laughs> comparison. If you post something on Facebook, you can get 650 folks commenting yes. on whatever trivial or major. Yes. There's serious engagement yes. on social media. We need equal and more engagement in the whole process of right. voting. Right. So imagine... For everybody who says my vote does not count, yeah. and your one vote can swing a whole election yes. just because you did not take the time to go. Yeah, yeah. And if you're just tuning in to Conversations with Daisy Jones, I'm talking with Linda, girl, <laughs> I know. Lisa Thomas, <laughs> president of the Liberty County branch of the NAACP, and we've been talking about her experience uh, in the community, being a part of the process of democracy as a delegate for the Democratic Party. We've also been talking about just voting, period, regardless of your voting, your voter registration, affiliation, a party affiliation, about how urgent and how important it is to be involved. Yes, yes, yes. And, and think about involvement, in, especially in our county. Mm -hmm. We have the, op any citizen has the opportunity to go and say hi to your your city council member, you know, mm -hmm. I can call Vicky. I live in Riceboro, but like, Vicky, 
Hi, this this is Lisa. Mayor Pro Tem. Yeah, Vicky May, Nelson. Yeah, Mayor. How about that, Mayor Pro Tem, Vicky Nelson. Mayor Pro Tem, I need you to come by, mm-hmm. and um, we can have a glass of lemonade, and I want to talk about having getting st- speed bumps in front of sure, my house, sure, or sure. sinuses, autism, mm-hmm. or or dogs at play. Yeah, you have that opportunity, and you can call your mayor, that Mayor Rouse. That is true. Can I have a conversation with you? And he would say, sure. And you can call your county commissioners. Yes. Now, I live in Long County. Okay. Different it's world. It's different world. Yes. Uh, very different. That's another show. Yeah. So let's keep talking about it. <laughs> yeah, but, but no, that's what I'm saying. When a person here says that their voices aren't heard, yes. I'm trying to say, who are you talking to? Yeah, because there's an opportunity for there's you. A, they're there, mm-hmm. and I, they're looking for I people. I must say that. I must say that. Uh, so since we're talking about voting... Let's talk about this term, this technique, this process of gerrymandering. Yes. Yes. Explain what that is. The purpose of it. It's it's legal. Yes. The purpose of it, what it does, and maybe some pros and cons to gerrymandering. Uh, I don't see a pro. Okay. I see strictly cons. (laughs) Um, Any way to hold a person down or back or without it's not good. Um, they have gerrymandered us in just about everything that we have. Okay, then let's kind of uh, quantify they. The system. Okay. The system. You know, I want us to be yeah, clear. Yeah, it's, 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 okay. the it's the system. It's the system. It's the whole process, right? It's the whole process because we, ha- we don't vote. We don't have the proper representation. Mm-hmm. We complain, mm-hmm. but we don't vote to change it. Mm-hmm. Um, gerrymandering. Oh. From our school systems, and we have an excellent school system. I love Dr. Perry and uh, Bernal Jones, and our, our staff is fantastic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But our funds that we get, they could be so much more. If we if our zip code was different, mm-hmm. our funds would be different. Explain that. Well, um, let's do a car insurance. Okay. Let's do, let's let's go from car insurance. Um, when your zip code is three, I live in three one three two three. I live in Riceboro. Even when I lived in three one three one three, my car insurance was based on the the demographics of my community. Um, and my community um, is predominantly black, and so my insurance rates were in that demographics. My age and my race fit in that category, which gave me higher rates. Wait a minute. I haven't heard this one yet. Yes. It, now, I've heard, I've not heard this one. I know they've gone up on all on the insurance. Mm-hmm. Are you saying that demographics yes. has something to do with your automobile insurance if, rate? Yes, ma'am. If you lived in a gated community, your rates would be lower than my rates uh, on Madison Avenue or Madison Drive. Yes. Yeah. This is proven. You know how I feel about sources. Yes, this and is. And I know how you feel yes, about sources. Yes, this, this is proven. This is proven. It's your demographics, yes. And then plus we have an insurance commissioner. We had the young man, Daniel Blackman, was running, mm-hmm. who was looking into this, um, who was running for it. And they said, no, Daniel had the expertise and the education to, put, um, to be a, an insurance commissioner. And we put in place a different gentleman who doesn't look like me. And has no insurance background whatsoever. So here's, that's one of the things we're talking about with voting. Mm-hmm. That your automobile insurance mm-hmm. rates and different insurance coverage mm-hmm. that we have, yes. our, our vote influences yes. 
those local touch my life walking around life every day yeah every day so if i vote for somebody i put someone who in wow. office who cares less about me who, who doesn't even know my community and when I lived on Madison Drive, it was a very nice community. Or if you've been a billionaire all of your life, I mean. I don't know. I just want to take care of my billionaire friends and let the chips fall where they may. And that's in every part of it. It's just like our hospitals, our, our rural hospital. I love, I love sharing um, Liberty Regional. Mm-hmm. I love that hospital. Mm-hmm. I have good friends that work there. I mean, and thank God they haven't closed. Thank like God. many rural hospitals Like many have. rural hospitals. Because we are... We aren't of value because we're in a rural community. If we were in a well-to-do, highfalutin area, big city, we would have more value. We're just a little bitty rural town. Now, what do you say to people who say, well, you're just complaining and crying? Oh, I'm not complaining and crying. This is facts. This is facts. Look at your insurance bills. Look at your food. We live in a food desert. How is that possible? We're on 95. I mean, I, I shop at Kroger. But why is our Kroger so unsubstandard to the Kroger in Berwick or Richmond Hill? Okay, the differences. Look at the The difference of the food quality. Why is that? Somebody explain to me. Why is that? So how do you engage? Well, let's go. Let's go. Let's talk about NAACP and, and your role in the community. How do you engage people in the demographic, a younger demographic you mm-hmm. mentioned earlier. Yes. What kind of things are being done to really engage and educate voters to just get involved and use their God-given right? Right. Well, the, the thing is um, with voting is we have a whole new philosophy this year. You have to have voter education first. Voter education, voter registration, then voter participation. Because I, I can talk about register to vote, register to vote every mm-hmm. day of the week. Mm-hmm. But if you don't know why you're voting, mm-hmm. what will your vote do yeah. for you? Yes. Then it really doesn't matter. Sometimes yeah. people register to vote just to get me to stop mm-hmm. talking. That's why I think what we're talking about, and you're educating people right now, yes. right? I think this is a part of it. Yes. These kinds of conversations of educating people and letting it hit home mm-hmm. when it touches your 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 pocketbook and right. wallet right. is when we very often sit up and take notice and, and tell me more. You right. know? And and the thing with voter voter education, what is what what does my vote do to me? It gets me the proper representation. Yes. I want somebody. No one I, I no one running for office is going to think exactly like Lisa. Yes. On any on anything, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I want somebody in office who kind of agrees with something that I say, or or just listens to. You. Yes. Yes. I want somebody to know that I live in, I'm Liberty County proud, Liberty County strong, but I have a grocery store who has subpart food. Help us get better food. Help us bring in better quality grocery stores, grocery businesses, which we're doing. Okay, businesses, okay. Which we're doing. We have Publix coming. So that's voting. You get the right person offices. Hey. We hear you talking that we need to upgrade our food. We got food line on the far end, you know, and hopefully Kroger improves themselves. So let's break this down Uh, because some people think that um, the government can build a grocery store. That's not what you're talking about. You're talking about um, elected officials hearing what the citizens are saying and are concerned about. And then you have the Liberty County Development Authority, the Chamber, and all the other partners who hear these things. And their whole role is to bring in industry. Exactly. 
Because exactly. um, elected officials, even if people say they created jobs, well, that's not exactly that's not true. true. They yeah. didn't create jobs. They created environments right. and partnerships for things to benefit the citizens and the community. Yes, yes. Yeah. Just like, um, for instance, we have all this growth. Liberty County is just booming with growth. It, it really is. And and then you have it's amazing that so many people are upset. If you think about 10 years ago, there were no jobs here in Liberty County. Mm-hmm. You had to go to Savannah or Statesboro just to get a job, a, a good-paying job. Unless you worked at Fort Stewart. Unless you worked at Fort Stewart. Mm-hmm. And everybody doesn't work at Fort yeah. Stewart, right? Yeah. Everybody's not Army. We're, we, we aren't Army. Mm-hmm. Um, so now that we're booming, now everybody's worried about the growth. Well, we need growth. Growth brings in our slosh, our taxpayer. That little penny mm-hmm. goes a long way. Mm-hmm. You you see it, but that's local government, and and you have to vote for the mayor, the city council person. You have to go to the meetings, and you have to be present at the county commissioner meetings. When you see that yellow sign, stop and read and see what that yellow sign that's is true. saying. That's true. So you, know? you can be aware. Go to the board of education meetings. Yes, and see what they're doing with your children. I think the biggest thing that can happen with one of the biggest things that can happen is when citizens show up at meetings and they're in the audience. Yes. And that's probably one of the, the most one of the most impacting things yes. is to get into the room yes. so that you can hear what's being said or watch streaming. Right. I, th- I love how uh, here in Liberty County they're streaming. Mm-hmm. In Long County, I don't think there's any streaming wow. of anything. That's one thing that needs to happen. Right. For the Long County Board of Commissioners, mm-hmm. um, I don't know if the Board of Education does it, but I, I do know the commissioners don't. But those would be great tools yeah. to provide information, mm-hmm. uh, provide a transparent uh, opportunity for citizens to just know, this is what we're doing for you, the people we represent. Exactly, exactly. And, and, and it's so sad because I tell you, our school system is awesome. And, and I hear people complain about it. I go, my goodness, this is awesome. Mm. I know I have family who lives in Michigan, mm-hmm. and if they only had a tenth of mm-hmm. what we do, people would see things a lot. And different. you know, you say that because you're engaged. Yeah, yeah. And you're you you don't have any children no. in the system, but you as a citizen, and you're paying some taxes. I'm paying some tax. taxes. Yeah. All right. Let's be clear, yes, right? I'm you're paying, paying some, taxes. I want to know what they're doing. What that, they, exactly. That ten dollar okay, so, it's five dollars. Yeah. What are you doing with what my doing five dollars? Yes. Mm-hmm. And and we're doing things. I go into the school systems all the time. I'm, Read United or voter registration. Or sometimes they have tours, mm-hmm. and I want to see: Did we paint the cafeteria? Bradwell just had a whole new refurbishment of their cafeteria. Mm. I wanted to see what my little tax dollars did, and it was pretty. <laughs> but you, but you have to be engaged. Every vote counts. Every vote matters. Yes. Um, people say well, they didn't teach me that in school. Well, that's not true. They did teach you in school. You just weren't listening. You were talking. And the electric company. Remember the electric company? <laughs> yes, yes. They yes. talked about electoral college. Exactly. Too. I have a bill. You uh-huh. remember that? I yeah. remember. Schoolhouse I Rock. Remember, yes. Schoolhouse Rock every yeah. Saturday. Yeah. yeah. And even if they're not teaching different things in school, we can teach things in our communities. Yes. In households, yes. you know, our families get together, Yes, our neighbors get together. We can teach things and educate one another. And, and if, um, if people want to know, go to a Democratic um, um, committee meeting. 
come to the NAACP general membership meeting mm-hmm. because we have all different committees and we discuss different things, mm-hmm. different topics. And if you're Republican, if you're Democrat, if you're Democrat, Republican, independent, independent, yes. get involved and learn more about the process. And learn right? about each other. Learn, yes. yes. Learn about Point each views, other. Yes. yes. Learn because... Just because you're a Republican doesn't make you an enemy of mine, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. If I like you, I like you. Mm-hmm. Regardless, we're going to come to an understanding. Yeah. You know, our friendship is a bond. Yes. That's what a friendship is. Mm-hmm. But you have to be engaged and you have to learn. Just because I walking in 65 doesn't mean that I have to stop learning because mm-hmm. you learn something every day. Yeah, you do. This gerrymandering thing, how can uh, people find out more about how it affects them? Because different the this thing started out gerrymandering is well let's talk about it this way we're drawing lines mm-hmm. around districts mm-hmm. now what you've got crooked lines wiggling across the street to yes. this neighbor that neighbor yes. it just doesn't make sense exactly. you can live right across the street from someone yes. and they're in a different district yes. that seems wrong to me well the census this is a census. The census has a lot to do but with how, it. But if they live right across the street? Well, you have to go, who's gonna, who, who is that person who lives across the street? Who, what, what do they look like? Are they going to vote for me? It's politics. I want people, I'm a Republican, and I want to get that Republican vote. So you live on C. Anderson. Uh-oh, those are all Democrats over there. I'm going to have to why do people throw you assume, in over here. Why do people assume that, though? Because we're just that kind of people nowadays. We um, it's not. We look for the bad versus the good instead of looking for the good versus the bad. If you're if you're an elected official, shouldn't you care about everybody representing everyone? Yes, in your district. And I think, I know for a fact that our representative cares about everybody, but there are some, who. Times have changed. We're in an era nowadays, to be honest, that the most harsher you are, the more popular you are. Oh, the more rude you yes. are and brusque you are, yes. the more popular. Yes, okay. you know, okay. and yeah. so yeah. I, if I can cancel your vote out, mm-hmm. I'm going to make sure I get you in my district because my district is strong red. And, yeah. and I can cancel out everything you do. By just turning that line over here, because yeah. your little one or two votes, wow. I got 50 to 60 votes. So I'm just going to cancel you out. Well, we, we got to move on, but okay. you know the, the encouragement is to really get involved, use yes. your vote. Let's talk about the, um, your role as president and of the NAACP, and we're getting ready to, we're, we're in Black History Month. Yes. And what does it look like for you in the next uh, month or two, and what are some of the goals of the NAACP? Great, thank you. Great question. Um, right now, um, our one of our goals is membership. We want everyone to be a member of the Liberty County NAACP, and it's not a black organization. The, the the NAACP started with started off with white folks, black folks, Jewish That's folks. That's true. You know, mm-hmm. we were all. It was a religious organization. We all walked hand in hand, saying, "Singing, we shall overcome." And that's what we have to get back to. So we want to make our our unit diverse. We have a, a huge Hispanic community. We have blacks. We have Asians. We have a huge community, and we want to bring it together because. Together we can. Mm-hmm. Together we can. We are more alike than we are not alike. 
You know, uh, we all eat, we all bleed, we all we all do the same. We all need housing. We all need clean water. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all need a good educational system, and we all need to make sure that we have justice. Mm-hmm. And that's basically social justice. That's basically what the NAACP is. Uh, we are a social justice organization looking out at environmental um, issues, health issues. We believe in uh, reducing student debt to basically zero. So you believe in that? Oh, you know what? When I started, when Say I, I wish college, we had time to talk about the student loan well, thing. Well, I'm going to tell you, when I, when I started college, I'm, about, I'm the youngest of four, and we all went to college. Mm-hmm. My parents, they paid the bill. I didn't have to, I didn't have to worry about right, it. Right, right. When I went to college, I think it might have been... Five thousand dollars, and I went to Michigan, mm-hmm. and books and tuition might have been a little bit more than that. But we had our Pell grants or whatever. When these children are getting out of college, they're looking at seventy-five thousand dollars. I know, but 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 I know we're running out of time. I wish we had more time. I know, to talk about. I know. Because if if you you know different people take out student loans without regard to paying it back. I'm not saying everybody, right? But there are people who live off a student loan. This is true. Half go to to class. This is true. Okay, this and so true. now we're going to pay your money back? I don't like that. I, I'm being honest with you. I right. don't like that at all. Well, it's not that. There has to be. It shouldn't be a blanket. It, I, don't want, I don't want a blank check for anybody. Yeah. Um, they, they, I'm sure there are requirements um, of how. I hope so. Yeah, they have to be requirements because if not, I, I can think, I think a bunch of people who should have had hair <laughs> and I'm going to look crazy. Like, wait a minute. I'm going to go back and get, grab mine and pay mine off. But I didn't, luckily, I didn't have any. But no, there has to be requirements on how to handle the student debt. For instance, I have a niece who just graduated from Howard University mm-hmm. last year. Mm-hmm. Um, she's going into med school. And I'm telling you, I know her situation. And she's already $105,000 in debt. And she hasn't even started med school yet. And so, it's not like she's just going out and going, oh, I can get another loan. I can get another loan. No, but from tuition to books, working on campus, it's just adding up and adding so up. So I just, I, you know, I should dig into this more before I speak on it. But I don't want it to be blanket. No. Of we're going to pay everybody's $50,000 back or $100,000. I think it should be if you have been, maybe if you've been paying on something, mm-hmm. perhaps, mm-hmm. But uh, it shouldn't be blanket. We, no, I, I agree. It, and I'm sure it isn't blanket. I'm sure it isn't. I need to do We're going to come back and talk about that next yeah. show. Let's because, do that. Let's yes, plan for definitely, that. Definitely. Okay, okay. But we have to reduce their student debt. It's, imagine you just getting out of school, even if you go on four years, and you've been doing your little job, working at the, um, on, on the college campus at McDonald's, flipping burgers or whatever. You're trying to get a car and buy a house and get married. We don't have enough time, Lisa. I know. We don't have. I know. But so we've got like five minutes. Okay. Left. <laughs> we have five minutes. We got to come back and talk about yes, that. Yes, yes. But my main thing, though, Daisy, is voter education. Yes. Voter registration, and the most important important thing is voter participation. Yes. Uh, I do want to say on February twenty fourth. Liberty County NAACP, we are holding a our fourth mm-hmm. annual Ahmad Arbery Memorial okay, Walk. Okay. Um, it will be at James Brown Park mm-hmm. from 9 to 11, well, 9 to 12. Um, State Representative Al Williams will be, will be speaking, um, Chairman Donald Lovett. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't told him, but Pastor Scott will be <laughs> the community. <laughs> He's ready. Program. He's, He's ready. ready. Um, Deron, um, Reverend Harper, Deron Harper. Mm-hmm. Um, He's, he's on the program. Mm-hmm. And our state president, um, President Gerald Griggs, will be in attendance. Okay. Okay. And uh, hopefully everybody will come. 
um, and stay in your lane of music um, band, they will be playing as we walk to 2.3 miles around the park. Uh, so this is February 24th. Yes. What time and where again? 9 to 4. No, I'm sorry, 9 to 12 at James Brown Park next to Schumann Center. In Hinesville, in Georgia. Hinesville, yes. okay. okay. And uh, we're going to have a great time. You're going to hear some a lot of good words of the importance of voting mm -hmm. um, and an importance to participate in everything in your community. Um, my mom always said, a closed mouth won't get fed. So closed mouths will not get will fed. Will not be fed. No. We're going to have to leave it right there. Okay. Um, thank you so much for being on the show with me today. I've been talking to Lisa Thomas. She's the president of the Liberty County branch of the NAACP based right here in Liberty County. We've been talking about voting, the importance of being educated and being aware of the democracy and voting and engagement and a number of things. If you miss this radio show, you can find it on my podcast platform, Conversations with Daisy Jones. It's on Apple and Spotify and where podcasts are found. It's timely because it's very important information. And as I say all the time, in this day of ever-evolving technology, remember that a conversation is still the most powerful communication on the planet. Make it a great day and we'll talk next time right here on Conversations with Daisy Jones. 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 Hey, let's talk a while. She the community voice with a big old smile. If you want that truth, don't touch the dial. If you want that truth, don't touch the dial. Community resource for number one. She's the best when it's all said and done. So go ahead, call on the phone, man, you're live on the mic with Daisy Jones, so let it not miss you, yeah. Better than the magazine, bringing life to the issue. Having these talks that'll bless you, every conversation will address you. Every word tastes good like blessed food, this show gon' bless you. So get on the phone, have a conversation with Daisy Jones. Let's go!